Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR, in the building. <laughs> uh, we are starting out the beginning of the week, uh, Monday uh, afternoon, you know, got ch- a little chance, got some time to go ahead and try to get some podcasting done. So, you know, thank you everybody for always checking out the shows. Um, make sure you always check out all the shows as well, uh, all streaming services uh, where you listen to podcasts. So Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn. Mixcloud, Pandora, all those stuff, Audio Mac, you know, we're out here. So make sure you just Google Fruit of the Bone Podcast and we'll come up. And also make sure you follow us on social media, every form of social media, which is at Fruit Bone Pie, which is F-R-U-I-T-B-O-O-M-P-O-D. But before we get started, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest. Uh, right now, my man, he uh, first time competitive to the live shows that we just started bringing back and he was actually a uh, the first live show that we've done outside. So and it was the second live show we've done since the actual pandemic's been going on and whatnot. And my man, uh, dope as hell, man. You know, he came from out of town, uh, you know, on some first time shit. My man, he, he did a great, great, great impression, you know, amongst everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he won. You know, he won. He won against a damn tough competitor too so it was it was some amazing shit so i want to get him on and want to get his story told so um make sure you give all praise and welcome to my man kermit Dwayne. how you doing brother hey i'm good man thanks for having me appreciate it oh man the pleasure's all mine man like i said thank you again for taking time out you know to you know talk to your boy and get your stories out you know what i'm saying yep yep Hell yeah man so uh also before we get started you know with everything just to give you a quick rundown how the show goes uh, if you're a brand new listener, the whole show is basically about producers, DJs, and engineers for the most part. Um, basically, there's a lot of shows about artists and bands out there, which love them to death. I listen to a lot of them, but you know, not a lot of behind the scenes about what the producer does, what the engineer does, what the DJ does in their lives, their experiences, their tips and tricks, stuff of, stuff of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So I want to go ahead and give them an outlet to go ahead and tell those stories, whether you know, it can be someone local here in St. Louis, or it can be somewhere in another state or in another country. They can be a competitor fresh produce. Um, they can be affiliated or they don't have to know us at all. You know, like I say, it's just the main part. I just would love to get the stories out and the experiences out. So that's what we're going to do with my man, Kermit Dwayne in a second. And um, so my dude, uh, just to go ahead and ask you pretty much the same starting question I ask everybody. How did you get into music production? Like take us back in the music, music production. Like tell us your story on it. Okay, so um, back in high school, many moons ago, I uh, started out rapping. I had a group. Uh, we rapped. And uh, we was known for that. You know, it was, what, five of us. And um, I just eventually got tired of blabbing about nothing, really. You know what I'm saying? I was super young at the time, so I didn't really have too many things to really talk about. And I, I recognized that. So that's what uh, had me switch over to the production. And um, I would hear about people using Fruity Loops. They call it Fruity Loops at the time. Now, you know, everybody called it FL Studio. And yeah, at that time, I remember Smack DVDs were out. And um, I see Arsonist from the Heatmakers uh, making a beat on the NPC. And I was like, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? Just the way he was putting it together. Um, just, just to having that control over, you know, a song. You know what I'm saying? A producer comes first. And then the, you know, obviously the artist lays the vocals down. So I thought that was pretty dope having that control, kind of, um, you know, just overseeing the overall song, you know, where it's gonna go, whether it's gonna be aggressive, happy, 
you know what I'm saying? Bright, dark, whatever it may be. I thought that was pretty dope to, you know, orchestrate and, and have that control. So, yeah, man, I got a free copy of FL Studio, Fruity Loops. And um, ever since then, man, I've just been getting it in for the last 15 years, you know, learning and spent a lot of time learning, man. Um, more learning and studying than actually making beats a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Um, just making beat CDs, some of my favorite producers. I remember I used to make uh, beat CDs of Just Blaze, Swiss Beats, Havoc, um, Needles, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Just actual full songs with vocals on them too. And I just vibed out and just slowly started to take pieces from each one and uh, I'm here now, so yeah. What's up, my brother? That's what's up, man. So uh, tell us what city you coming from. I'm from Beloit, Wisconsin, uh, southern Wisconsin. So I'm about an hour and a half away from Chicago. That's what's up. That's what's up, my brother. That's what's up. So now since art, um, are you still in the FL studio world or did you kind of move on to something else that's right now? Yeah, so I'm still in FL studio. I dabbled in other things. Uh, I had a role with Phantom. I think it was an X6. That didn't last too long. Uh, I didn't really care for the workflow too much. A couple years ago, I bought a machine, Native Instruments machine. And I mean, I just keep coming back to, to my baby, to my FL studio, you know what I'm saying? That's my day one girl right here. So I had to hey, come I, through. I understand. Hey, bro, I understand. <laughs> hey, fellow FL here, here, man, I've been I've been dealing with since 05, man, since uh, Fruity Loops 4. So now, nah, mm -hmm. man, so now, nah, so I, I told you, I got 20 now, you know what I'm saying? So you got you at 20 right now? Or yep, you stay yep, so yep, I'm okay. 20, yep, yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. How you, how you like 20, man? You fucking with 20? You liking that? Because I, I love it, me personally, so. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Um, I, I like the, they got some new effects in there that I stumbled across on accident. Um, that's been working really well for me. Um, so yeah, it's, it's smooth, man. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. it's smooth, you know? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, so now tell us a little bit. Um, since you're not too far from Chicago, um, and just in Wisconsin, and I'm not sure how far are you from like Milwaukee and stuff. Yeah, I'm not too far from Milwaukee or Madison. I've competed in beat battles in both those cities before, okay. actually. Okay, that's actually what I was going to ask you. That's that was the yeah. exact question I was going to ask you. So, uh, I mean, uh, so clearly this isn't your first beat battle from what you just said. So, like, have you? So, tell us like all the beat battles that you've been in. and How long you have you been doing beat battles for? Okay, yeah. So um, my first beat battle was actually an online beat battle. Uh, it was a website back in the day called BTips.com, and right. um, pretty good form. Um, you just you just send in your beat like every month or whatever. And I want to say I won like three of those in a row. And this was a few years after producing, you know what I'm saying? And um, right. it got to a point where they were saying, yo, you should stop doing these battles, you know, find something else to do. So yeah, that's when I uh, came across the live ones. I, I want to say my first live one was uh, the Milltown Beatdown in Milwaukee. Um, okay, that was okay. a thing. Yeah, that was a big thing. And um, yeah, man, I did a few in Madison. I would go back and forth. Um, won a few, lost a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I learned a lot too. And maybe that's why I am where I am now, you know, as far as the sound that I bring to the stage, because me personally, I think that uh, there's a certain sound when you get up on stage that you want to bring. You want to bring something that's almost like an anthem, you know what I'm saying? Almost like an anthem that really get the people's attention, make them, they were looking down at their phone when you drop, they gonna look up like, oh, okay, this is what it is, you know? All right, all right, right. Yep. That's what's up, man, that's what's up, man. Uh, so, 
did you do any beat battles like as of recently before Fresh Pros? Because um, since you just did the live battle, did you do any recently as a matter of fact? Or, and do you plan on doing any more? Well, clearly I know you're going to do ours, uh, the finals later on in the year. Mm -hmm. but do you plan on doing any more beat battles, especially since stuff's starting to open back up now, kind of try to get back to normal? You plan on doing that some more? Oh yeah, most definitely. So uh, in the 2019, there was a beat battle in Chicago that I went to, I won that one. I think if the name was it uh, Beats PM, I think was the name of it. Um, that was a pretty dope battle. I haven't battled in years, you know, and um, that was a good, you know, way to get myself back in. Then right before the pandemic, I went to New York. I went to New York, it was crazy. Uh, Rockwater, uh, Havoc, um, 45 King, they were the judges there. I got through a few rounds of that. That was a dope nice. experience, man. Yeah. Nice, nice. That was that was pretty dope. Uh, New York. I never been to a beat battle in New York, and then this one. So um, St. Louis, which y'all y'all killed that. The whole production, man. Um, I was a big fan of that, man. That was amazing. I never seen nothing like that. So I was definitely grateful to come across something like that. And um, yeah, man. So I'm gonna keep going. You know, um, like you said, stuff is opening up since the pandemic and everything. And uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. This is kind of like you know one of my things. It's, battling going around especially coming from a small city where it's not much culture around here you know what i'm saying i have to go mm -hmm. somewhere to see more so yeah that's what's up bro that's that's definitely what's up and actually you uh since you mentioned us and i'm glad you did i was going to actually ask you um tell us your experiences since you always gave us some positive information already which totally appreciate it bro um Go ahead and just tell the people your experiences with fresh produce in general. Like when you came down here, you, you when you competed all the way through. Like if you don't mind, just go ahead and mm -hmm. just tell the good people your experiences. Yeah, so um, my first time being in St. Louis, you know what I'm saying. My first time, uh, it was dope. From the moment I checked into the hotel to the moment I left, um, I had a, I had a great time. And um, you know, production, we all met up. Um, in a backstage area, which was dope, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, you kind of feel like a like a star in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Meeting up with all the other competitors. Um, you get to chop it up. Um, everybody gets to run down the rules, all the details of how the night is gonna go. And um, how, how they said, how you all said in the beginning, that's how I went. Everything was smooth, man. Um, like I said, chopping it up with the competitors. Producers, one thing I noticed when we go to these events, like everyone is is cool with each other you know what i'm saying there's no animosity like maybe maybe rappers might have some you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna speak on it too much because i don't do that anymore i understand but, i understand yeah so everything was all love man you, you get to chop it up there's a mutual respect for the art that we do you know what i'm saying whether it's on a small scale or large scale it's it's, it's dope man it's, it's a lot of respect for each other so you know, we chop it up um, in between rounds. Like I said, everything went smooth on um, the crowd with the crowd judging. And then you go to the overall judges at the end. Um, it was just dope, man. I got a lot of love from people and showed a lot of love to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just an event that I recommend anybody who ever hears about Fresh Produce STL, just just go ahead. I, I took a four, almost five hour drop, you know, to go. And it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? whether I won or lost, just the experience of, you know, being around like-minded individuals, you know, depending on where you're from, it's kind of hard to come by these days. No, that's real. And I'm glad you spoke on it. And I'm glad you said that solely because 
that's something that we truly do push is the sole fact of I said this many shows, I even said this last show, um, we're all about community. And so the whole community aspect with us, you know what I'm saying, is to make sure we help you guys out and make sure even if you lose, because like I told y'all before, you know, when we were talking in the meeting, though, seven of y'all gonna lose. The only mm-hmm. person can win. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's just true. Just how the numbers right. work. But like I said, if you can go ahead and make something out of your experience while you're here, if you're networking, if you're, you know, talking to folks, like yeah, if you win some money, like you, you know, we give you a couple hundred, and we give some um, some studio time in that money as well. You know, some free uh merchandise and stuff like that, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, and you get you know clout until the chance battle which is dope but you know even if you get knocked down the first round if you able to make that impression that 60 seconds that we give you to advertise yourself for the most part you know if you have if you're able to make an impression just like you did you know just like you did and others have you know that's not a loss like you didn't waste any time at worst if you want to call it wasting time Maybe the fact that you lost. I mean, if you want to call it a waste of time, if that, if it's a negative there, you know, but other than that, that I don't even see that as a negative because you didn't waste any time. You know, you had a networking event. And like I said, if you were able to get money from someone who like, hey, I want to buy that beat from you. I want to work from you. Did you really lose? I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, hey, with your experience with beat battles and stuff like that, you you know this to be true as well. So you know, you know, and I used to do the same thing. I used to be in Fresh Produce. I'm a, you know, I guess an alumni if you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? From way back in the day, man. And so you know, I, I understand 100. You know, that's how slowly got me to this point with podcasting and being on the crew and everything else. So I, I always will say, well, at least our event, and I'm, I'm definitely sure other events around, but definitely with Fresh Produce, that's something that we strive on this community and the networking and to make sure you know use this as jumping off point you don't lose shit you're free you ain't paying shit you know what i'm saying that's that's even that's the best thing about it is you're not paying any entry fee because it's hella beat battles out here that you got paid 50 100 dollars to get into mm-hmm. all that shit i mean but here i mean i'm talking about in person and online like you don't have to pay shit you know you just come through play your beats if you win you win some money if not Network your ass off either way, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yep. So now, so now you definitely did, and you definitely did that, man. So you definitely did that. And uh, as a matter of fact, speaking on that, uh, how has it been? Like, have you been uh, hit up from anyone in, in, in St. Louis since then for any business, any work so far, or how's that been? Uh, going? Yeah, women. <laughs> <laughs> No man, it's it's been good. I've been keeping in touch with some people. Um, um, not just on the music side. I'll get to that in a second. But um, more bigger as in actually like moving, like relocating too. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, I said, okay, cool. Yeah, yep. Like I said, I'm from a real small city, and um, I'm not. I, sh- I couldn't. I'll say it. It's nothing else here for me. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm, 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 I need to relocate. You know, some people reached out to me saying, hey, you know, um, this, you know, just telling me about the city, putting me on to certain things. And um, I stayed another day, too, um, after the battle and, um, you know, got to get a little small taste of the city, you know, nothing too big, but just enough to know that it's a pretty fresh area. Um, everything was, was smooth with my time there. 
Um, as far as music, yeah, I've been uh, reaching out to other people and other people. Uh, we're talking about collabing still, but um, I noticed with collabing, sometimes it takes one person to kind of push it a little bit more than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's not always a mutual thing. Like we talk about it at the battle, but it really is going to take that one person to be like, hey, man, send me some drums, you know, send me this, send me that. I like that what you did at the battle. So it's taking that, you know what I mean, to actually get it going, which is no problem, no problem at all. So, yeah, but I'm yeah, still keeping in contact with the guys um, on stage. Yeah, everything's good. Good, good. That's what's up, man. I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear, man. And since uh, since you are definitely thinking about moving, um, I was going to ask, uh, because you're such in a small town over in Beloit, Wisconsin, but you also say you're not far from Chicago and Milwaukee. Um, are you pretty familiar with those scenes, or do you deal? With, did you deal with those scenes a whole lot, or how did that go? Uh, not not a whole lot. I mean, I'm a little more familiar with Madison, um, it being okay, a little okay. bit closer, and um, just some of the things that that city has to offer, which was cool. But far as personally, like knowing people, I don't know too many people personally. You know what I'm saying? So. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, man, but yeah, if you you definitely think about moving down here for real, could really consider moving down here, bro. Yeah, it, we, we definitely got a nice scene down here, bro. So, you know, especially for when they expand and stuff, bro. So, no, and then people, of course, in St. Louis, we always travel, we always do what we need to do. And St. Louis can be kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of a tougher crowd in a sense, you know, when it comes to the arts, you know, comedy, music, all this other shit, but, you know, I will say, you know, uh, it's kind of like the, the New York mindset, which is if you make it there, you can make it anywhere because we got a damn good amount of talent here. You know what I'm saying? We truly do. You know, but like I say, it's just the whole point. You know, sometimes people can be kind of criticized, but I mean, but as far as that, the amount of creativity that we have here, oh, dude, we got so much. I mean, like I said, just a little bit that you saw, that's only a taste of it. You know what I'm saying? We got so many people that's in, you know, that rap, so many people that make beats, so many people that engineer, so many people that are in bands, so many people that sing, so, you know what I'm saying? So many people that do a combination of all that, so many people that DJ, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, then, and then, you know, all the, and then all the different crews try to, you know, try to interconnect with one another, you know what I'm saying? Try to come together as one and try, you know, at times, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, something like Fresh Produce, you know, it's kind of like a, all-inclusive event you know what i'm saying so like all types of people come here so that's why i say at least with our event you know a lot of walks of life come through and fuck with each other network stuff like this so it's going to be more that you know as you know as stuff opens up you know what i'm saying so uh but you know hopefully you know more venues are able to do that here in st louis i know a lot of stuff unfortunately did shut down because of the pandemic like uh a lot of the um the like the one strip uh one strip that we had that was real Central for music for some years, uh, which was ca it's called uh, the Grove area. Um, unfortunately, that area you know had a lot of business closed down, a lot of bars and venues that closed down that we that we all in the city used to go to, and uh, hate that that happened. You know, shout out to a lot of those places, you know, Monaco, uh, Time of Cowboy, you know, what I'm saying all, all, all those places, you know, what I'm saying, and uh. It sucks, you know what I'm saying? But stuff is starting to start open back up. Like, we still got a strip of, you know, we still got a few strips like uh, Cherokee Street. You no, know, shout out to everyone on Cherokee Street. Um, we used to have the Delmar Loop, it used to be popping, man. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, like t as time goes, you know, stuff's kind of moves around and things change and business come and go, you know, so it was kind of one of those things. But uh, 
But no, we, we still definitely have a, you know, great, you know, great, great pocket of music and a great pocket of like events that go on. So like I said, hopefully when things start opening back up, I see more people doing shows, you know, you know of course, social distance events and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I think if you do consider moving here, man, you know, you'll you'll find you a nice pocket, man. Like I said, a lot of people travel all the time, too. So, uh, so even when you live here, you can also travel differences since we're so centrally located. Like you can go to hop to Memphis, hop to KC, hop to Chicago, you know what I'm saying? With no problem. And so, you know, stuff like that, man. So mm-hmm. something's some considered, you know what I mean? Okay, cool, man. Thanks for the, thanks for the insight on that. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's definitely something to consider, man, because we definitely pretty centrally located to like a lot of major cities in the Midwest, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of stuff is just a hop, skip, and a jump, like three to five hour drive, depending on where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh yeah, bro, something to think about. But uh anywho, uh just to kind of keep things going, um, I wanna ask you something that I started asking other people, man. Um if you had to say for yourself and your craft. What do you say are some of your strengths as a producer and some of your weaknesses as a producer? Um, some of my weaknesses, uh, I I don't know how to play music. Um, I, I consider myself to be good at putting sounds together and, and making them sound good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm not classically trained. I have problems with chords and uh, things like that. But once I do get the chords, you know, everything is good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that, yeah, just playing. That's one thing I always told myself I would make time to do. But what happens was I would just get better without doing that. And um, eventually, <laughs> eventually I want to be able to sit down at the keyboard and not have to think so much. You know what I'm saying? So one of I my see. one of my strengths is on um, my sample, but I play on top. So once the sample is laid and the rhythm with the drums is down, I can play over top pretty easy. You know, I can I can do that. That's that's not difficult for me. So that's definitely one of my strengths. And um, people ask me, um, you know, did you use did you use stems for that? I was like, no, I played that. You know what I mean? So that's a compliment I get is because they think some of the playing on top is part of the sample. I think that's pretty cool to get that. That's a little indirect compliment that I get often as far as playing. Yeah, man. Top. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, now that I have noticed this, I'm like, oh shit, okay, okay, I hear you. Like, no, nah, like you straight got it, man. So now, nah, yeah, like your sample game is on point. Like, I definitely love like, game recognized game, man. Fell sample here, here, man. So now nah, you got okay. it, man, for real, for real. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, strength. Another strength is um, just just uh, my versatility. You know what I'm saying? Every beat that I make isn't a, a, a beat for a battle. You know what I'm saying? There's there's certain beats that uh, that I make that are for battles, and there's other ones that are more strictly for artists. They just have a lot of more open space for the vocals and for the artist to do his or her thing. So um, it's, it's the versatility. And um, I, I do a lot of hard street, more like East Coast type beats, but I dabble in trap beats and stuff like that too. I like those kind of beats. Um, I'm not the best at them, but I, I do I do like the sound of a nice 808, you know what I'm saying, when they hit right. So um, I, I definitely um, do that versatility. And um, another uh, weakness, man, I need to improve on my mixing, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times I get caught up in just creating, and I just want to keep creating and not really focus on a good mix. So that's, that's something I need to work on is mixing. 
That's what's up. You know, I'm glad, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being honest with yourself about what you strong and weak at. You know what I'm saying? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And so to kind of ask you some stuff real quick, uh, have you ever thought about, which you can easily look this up on YouTube. I call it YouTube University at this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever thought about looking up stuff for like maybe like music theory just to kind of get you like just a grasp on like how theory works? Because if you at least do that, uh, if I'm not sure if you've done that already or if you already know a little bit, but if you have not, I would definitely say do that because like I said, it's plenty of teachers and instructors and people who have decades of experience in the shit that can easily tell you how to you know do the um how to how to explain theory you know what I'm saying? and so if you have not i strongly suggest that you do solo because it's foundational for what you're talking about you know and for like the stuff that you're you're talking about you know minus the mixing um i think they will benefit you if you if you're not too familiar with it because like i say you know just getting up just getting to understand it you know yeah you don't got to be like a excuse me you don't got to be like a, a professor in the shit you know what i'm saying but at least if you can understand like how the notes how the keys how your octaves you know how to, just basically how to know how to recognize scales and all these different things uh how to harmonize how to you know know no basically just knowing how to read sheet music to an extent you know what i'm saying because i and all the reason i say that is only because you know especially if you want to best way especially if you want to make sure you want to be more versatile uh than where you are now and kind of exp- expound upon what you're doing you know what i'm saying because like i said like i told you earlier i'm a sample head man and i know exactly what you're talking about you know playing over stuff and doing that but i also do know how to make original i don't make it as often as i used to but i still know how to do it you know whether it's trap or whether it's like i into like scoring and stuff like that just on my spare time you know stuff studying shit, you know what i'm saying and you know, just studying that man just on your free time uh like like I said, YouTube University, you can find you a five minute video explaining just some some theory stuff, not the full thing, but just knowing how to break it down, bro. And I'm telling you, man, it's you'll walk away, you know, more knowledgeable and more capable and ready just playing something on the fly and just knowing like, okay, that's what key that's in. Let me play in this key. Okay, got it. And so that way you'll even know how to play on top of the sample and then even to the point where you don't even have to worry about like finding the right key or finding the right skills or know how to harmonize. You just know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just something to think about, man. Like, you know, just take some time out, man. Like I said, YouTube University, that shit. If, if you can't go to like a school or get classically or formally trained, you know, why not you know what i'm saying just just for your own education you know just so you know because if, if anyone that i ever talked to on here on this show that's ever done any that's played an instrument grew up playing instruments or something like that they all told me the same thing which is learn theory is going to help you you know especially for what you for what you say in your weekend it'll improve that and make it a strength and then you have one less thing to worry about so think about that man you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, appreciate that, man. I, I definitely should do that, man, to take it to that next level. Yeah. Yeah, you should, bro. It's just something to think about, you know, just just solely because, you know, it'll strengthen you in that, man. And then, like I said, you're, it's so foundational, it's so concrete that you'll be able to go into any genre to an extent or even be able to merge the genres that you love working with together as long as you have an understanding of that theory. Like I said, it's just foundational stuff so once you learn mm-hmm. that you're good you know what i'm saying it's just what it is so okay so, so that's that's something to really truly think about you know think about that right. man i know 
so so let me ask you this, man. Uh, with artists and stuff like this, since you know, since I know you say you were artist yourself once upon a time ago, and now that you try to work with artists and stuff, so uh, tell me about uh, some artists you worked with, or do you plan, or if you plan on working with some artists, whether it's local to you or here in St. Louis or uh, well-known mainstream. Like, tell me who you worked with so far. Um, just more so local cats. Um, I have a good friend goes by the name of J Do. That's J hyphen D O O. Um, really, really good artist. And I know a lot of times we get caught up in saying our friends are really dope. And what I'm gonna say, people say this too, but he's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just one of those kind of guys who, you know, he's like the Loch Ness monster. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's he's just at the bottom of the lake. And you know, you know, people trying to find him in, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is trying to find him, but he prefers to be where he is in that lake. You know what I'm saying? So, um, dope artist, man. Uh, great rapper can come up with uh, harmonies. Uh, dope writer, man. Doesn't actually doesn't write. Actually, uh, one of the he's one of those Jay Z cats who was sitting in front of the mic and, and does his thing like that. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, I worked with a few other local cats, but um, he, he's the definitely the most noticeable one in my personal book. Um, at a time, uh, I wanted to be a super producer. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be just like everybody else at a time when that was a thing, you know? And um, I, I've submitted uh, sent beats out to artists before and never heard anything back. Um, I'm way better than that now, so it'd be interesting to send beats now, but that part of the game is dead almost, you know what I'm saying? To me, to me it is. And um, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of a uh, big listener of G-Unit, man. That was, that was my crew, man. Just that aggressive music, man. That, that Something always about that music just draw me to it. And their production, especially when they were with Aftermath, was just sick to me, man. You had high tech. You had uh, you had Dre. You had all, you, they, they had the dopest, producer lineup to me after that did they can get yeah, their hands yeah, on yeah. anything so yeah man um just uh far as you know want to work with artists i really want to get into sync licensing man um producing content for tv and film that's what i'm working on right now nice nice yeah, so you know that's what's up man uh so anything in particular that you would love to work on like that you want to kind of steer more towards like would you like to steer more towards like the tv stuff or the movie stuff or the uh i don't know like the commercial stuff anything you want to steer towards more or it just doesn't matter at this point it really doesn't matter man i just feel like um i have music that uh can really just go with the with a visual man not so much lyrics but a visual you know nowadays so sometimes i get at the zone and i'll put some of my beats to actual scenes you know trailers to movies and stuff like that like i did a mortal Kombat one for the new movie nice, and nice. um yeah just you know messing around and i was gonna upload it to uh instagram but the video quality kind of deterred me from doing that so it's just sitting in the archives uh, right now <laughs> you should upload it man you should have whether it's uh instagram or uh youtube or some shit why not yeah. man i mean fuck you yeah you got it made yeah yeah might as well man so. and plus like I say get you some looks you never know wb never know bro right 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 could be your intro into getting in it you know what i'm saying you never know yeah yeah you're right you're right 
so yeah man that's definitely where i'm headed with things uh, i would love to work with artists and stuff like that still but that's just where i'm headed at right now you know no like the game you thinking about playing doing going to sync like licensing and stuff like that man no that's definitely the wave man it's definitely the move uh like i said like i said at the very beginning man love artists and bands to death you know what i'm saying but like i said if you but since for producers and beat makers composers man it's so much out there you know that we can dabble into like yeah we can go towards artists and bands but at the same time music been around for centuries and millennia with no vocals on it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying people been vibing to it since like classical music is a primary fucking example jazz music primary example you know so like you don't you know what i'm saying like you know you don't necessarily need to have someone work with you like as far as a artist now if you want to absolutely you know go for it you know and i always encourage that you know what i'm saying but also encourage you know keep your options open as well you know like if you get like say with the same license that's probably like one of the biggest bags you can get low key so mm-hmm. that's something you can work into you know what i'm saying like you know niggas be making beat tapes and shit all the time you know what i'm saying all, you know, all the time you know niggas be doing shit for podcasting all the time you know what yep. i'm saying so it's so much different shit you can go out here and do that uh you don't have you know you don't have to stay in one particular box so I, I really honestly think you're doing the right thing and you know I hope anyone that's out there listening here's the same thing you know you don't have to stick to just one thing you know like I said you can sell beast niggas uh, online on some leasing shit if that's if that's your bag you know on some exclusive shit if that's your bag you know it, it's, it's so many it's just so many different outlets for us that I'm so glad that's here why not why not try to use them all that's why we're getting right exactly hell yeah man so let me ask you this man so uh since we still got a little bit of time uh tell me this man so what's your experiences like working with artists or A&Rs or labels if you ever have in the, in the, in the past do you have any experiences uh let's call them cautionary tales do you have any cautionary tales like yeah i would never do that again and if anyone asks me about this scenario this is what i tell them for their own learning going forward like do you have any kind of cautionary tales like that um and like i said it can it don't have to be a label it has to mean it's like you can work be working with another artist another producer anybody just something like yeah going forward i know not to do this again yeah uh maybe a few um so one thing i can think of if you're in a position to physically work with an artist like you 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 can both be in a studio at the same time like you live in the same city same area do that versus just sending an artist beats because that way you find out exactly who and what you're working with because one thing as a producer that i hate and I'm pretty sure most of everybody else hates it. Sending beats out to people who you feel like are going to record to your music, but they don't ever do it. Especially yeah, if you do right. it. Yeah, especially if you send it on the love. You know what I'm saying? For no money at all. You know, if you're just sending it out and you don't hear nothing. Oh, man, that used to drive me nuts, man. <laughs> I understand, brother. I get it. I understand. Trust me, I do. Yep. So I, I, I say to any producer out there, I don't know if you got social anxiety or whatever it may be, man, link up with the artists. Hey, if y'all just even go out, you know what I'm saying? Go out, get a few drinks, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, have a little lunch meetup, you know what I'm saying? To discuss 
where y'all both at musically and what you want to do with your music. Because I know most of everybody is at a point where they don't want to just be doing it to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? You don't link up with an artist just to be doing it most of the time. You know, you want to take it somewhere. You want you want the world to hear a piece of your talent. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. Yeah, I, I definitely say that. Um, link up with the artists. Do, do that. Do that. Build that bond. Build that chemistry. Build that connection. To when you finally do sit down and make the music, you know y'all on the same page and it come out dope. You're not just doing it to be doing it. So I'm I'm, I'm big on that. Make sure you do that. That's what's up, man. No, I, I agree. I, I 100% agree. You no, know, definitely sit down and work with people, man. You know, see where they're at, you know, mentally. You know, seeing where they're at with their uh, capabilities and stuff like that. Because one thing you also want to do is you don't want to give a beat to someone. You was like, oh, man, like they said they can rap and kill over it, but they didn't. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those. Right, right. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of one of those things. So, you know, kind of keep that in mind too, man. It's like something, you know, uh, I, I have dealt with it in the past, but, you know, it, it again, you know, it is what it is. But uh, but I, I believe every producer in some point has dealt with something like that. But just like kind of like you say, you know, if you're giving a beat on strict love and then nothing comes around, you're just like, oh, so we just sitting on beats now. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so, you know, you're just like, all right, cool. So if I sell this to get it someone else, can't right, be made. Right, right. <laughs> you can't be made. Like, should follow up with me. So I'm doing something yeah. with something. But you know, but like it's but it is what it is, you know. To say, you know, it's one of those things since I've been since learned about, you know, overtime, trial and error. But uh no, that's 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 a damn good thing to you know to do. You no, know, sit down and work with someone and just try to Understand that you no know, limitations. That's that's the uh, word I really was looking for. Earlier. Limitations, you know, find out where they're at, you know, uh, work wise, creatively, stuff like that. So, no, no, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. On um, one quick thing about that. Um, one of my things, too, I feel like I don't really have a signature sound. You know what I'm saying? The way I format my music, or it's not like you, you know, it's me. You know, it's me when I'm on stage. But if I were to play five of my beats that aren't, um, for battles, they would sound totally different. You well, you would think five different people made them. So I, I, I've always been told that uh, developing what an artist can help you develop a signature sound. Now, do you need a signature sound? I don't think you do, but I think it can help. You know what I'm saying? I think it can help, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's one of the other benefits of, uh, I believe that you can get from working with a specific artist, you know, actually building that chemistry too. Agree. I 100% agree. I, I truly do agree with that as well. You know, just working with some set people, whether it's like you got like a contract, you got like a crew, or y'all working like EPs or projects together, something like that. You know, no, I agree. That's definitely something you can do, man. Um, so let me ask you this Have you worked with any kind of labels or anything like that? Or have you ever, have you ever interacted with any kind of ARs or anything like that? Or do you ever, or do you plan on doing it? I have not. I have not um, interacted with any labels. Uh, I met a few A and R's. I uh, did a few of those, you know, showcases they would have. I think it was like I Standard Producer Showcase, maybe was the name. I've done a few of those. Okay, okay, shout out to him. Yeah, and I, I've I've gotten some good feedback, but I, that's all I got was good feedback. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not mm -hmm. blaming them for that. A part of me, uh, I'm not the most consistent 
guy when it comes to uh, uh, putting myself out there all the time. I don't always uh, apply myself, I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? I had issues on and off with that. And um, I'm just thankful I'm the beat maker producer that I am today because I would have these spurts where I would just make a ton of beats. I remember when I was younger and then I just party for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I, I, no, I, get, I get it, bro. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I haven't been in contact with any labels, but if that was something that would come across, yeah, I, I'd definitely like to, you know, set up something, you know, with a label or, or a deal or something like that. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's what's up, man. Uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, I know a lot of people got label deals and stuff like that, but if I was you, stay, stay in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, business yourself out, man. I mean, ain't shit wrong with that. I mean, if you get a deal, you get a distribution deal, ain't shit wrong with that. I know plenty of people who have and definitely made it work. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, I guess because you hear so many horror stories about the industry, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? About like, it's just like, ooh, I don't know if I want to go into all of that. But like I said, if you find a good deal out of it uh, and it works for you, right? You no, know, right. go works for, you no, know, go what works for you, you know what I'm saying? That's, I guess that's how I look at it. But if you're able to get this industry money, this mainstream money, fuck it, especially like, it's like, you know, you never know, man, you run across one of these damn uh, artists on IG or Twitter, some shit, or on TikTok, make something pop, there you go, you got overnight sensation, you know? Happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So on some real shit, man. But yeah, man. Uh a couple more things. Uh probably getting a couple more things before we shut down in a second, man. So uh so, so tell me this, man. Uh someone actually did want to ask you. So outside of coming down to St. Louis, I know you say you did a couple battles over in uh you know in your immediate area, like in Beloit, and in Wisconsin, and Madison, and stuff like that. Uh, do you want to go to different, uh, did you want to go maybe like uh, try to uh, do some overseas work if you were able to? Say like if uh, artists or someone reached out to you overseas, would you be willing to do that or is something that you're interested in? Uh, most definitely, man. Uh, I've never been out the country. So yeah, man, um, for yes, yeah, so I got the call. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in particular? Man. Anywhere in particular that you would love to kind of like work or go to or something maybe you had your eyes on like, man, I would love to go to Japan or I would love to go to UK or I would love to go to China, whatever the case may be. You know, have you ever kind of thought about like, well, I would love to go here and work with certain people in these countries? Yeah, man. Um, so places like Brazil, Colombia, you know, Puerto Rico, places like that. Yeah, more and more. Uh, Latin Latin areas I think about that's what always comes in my head the most just the rhythm man I, I, the, I, the rhythm you know what I'm saying um, uh, I feel like I'm more of a rhythm based producer myself you know not having the craziest knowledge on uh, music composition music theory so yeah man that rhythm you know the sun you know what I'm saying the women and all that so yeah, yeah I understand I... yeah yeah yo. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Now, Brazilian, uh, it's down in South America. they got a lot of great stuff, man. Like, I'm a fan of Brazilian music, man. Especially, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Samba Rock. You know, like, mm-hmm. Samba Rock and uh, MPB and stuff like that, man. Like, shout out to, uh, even though kind of can't understand what they say most of the time. Right, you know, right, I have to look right. up the lyrics and stuff, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't understand yeah. Portuguese. But, uh, and, uh, but now, nah, but as far as, uh, you know, shout out to, you know, some of the artists I love down there, like uh, Jorge Benhor, uh, Marcos Valley, uh, Gilberto Gill. I know he's in politics right now. 
uh, you know, you know, few people, man. Like, it's it's so much down there. And then I like like listen to like a lot of older stuff too, man, because I love that kind of stuff, like the uh, mm-hmm. Arthur Vero uh, Vero uh, Vero Kais and stuff like that. Uh, they have some great music, man. Especially I was like, man, then you, when you realize a lot of black music down there. It was just like, oh. No fucking wonder that she sounds so live. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. But exactly. yeah, bro. But now, nah, like, I would love to go to uh, check out Brazil and stuff one day. I definitely would love to go to. Uh, I know it's on my bucket list one day, man. But go to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to their music over there. You know? Definitely, definitely, yeah. So yeah, man. Because uh, you know, motherland music can't beat that, man. So I would love to just go in different parts of excuse me, Africa, whether it's over in Ghana or Kenya or Egypt, mm-hmm. Ethiopia, South Africa, you know, st- check out stuff over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, bro. So now that's, that's kind of, that's kind of wave. You know, once everything gets back to some normalcy, I already got my passport, man. So I'm going to go okay. ahead and just sit out. Do you got yours? No, 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 no. I got to oh, set yeah. that up, bro. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, get get that get that popping, man. Cause yeah, get, yeah, so you can go ahead. It's good for ten years, man. So might as well, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. So yeah, go for it, dog. For real, for real. But uh, yeah, man. We actually about to go ahead and shut it down in a minute, my brother, man. You know, okay. definitely great conversation with you, man. Truly do appreciate the conversation and the interview. And you, like I said, thank you again for taking some time out with your boy. Um, I want to go ahead and give you the space and opportunity to go ahead and give out any contact information or anything that you're currently working on or upcoming that you want to promote. So I want to go ahead and give you that uh, time to do that, bro. Okay, yo, this is Kerwin Dwayne. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at K-E-R-W-I-N underscore D-E-W-A-Y-N-E. Um, you can follow me on there. Uh, right now I'm working with a few artists working on a few projects and also I'm getting ready for this next round of the Fresh Produce STL champion battle so I'm getting ready for that I'm trying to bring some super heat back to the to the stage so y'all check me out follow me and uh, check out what I got going on hell yeah my brother and you got any good uh, final words for the good people out there oh yeah man Uh, I just want to thank everybody and everybody who's ever come across my music will appreciate my music, showing love. I appreciate it very much. And I appreciate the pro- platform, Fresh Produce STL. Uh, keep doing y'all thing. Thank you so much again, brother, man. Like like I said, truly do appreciate you taking the time out again, man. No, we will definitely see you again later on in the year. Definitely expect some great stuff from you, man. Because like I said, I heard you already, man. I'm definitely a fan of stuff. So can't wait to hear you come back down, man. Hear you kill some stuff. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Oh shit, all day, bro. All day. And everybody, that was another episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. Make sure, like I said, you check us out every Monday for new content on all forms of uh streaming services. Also, like I say, like I say, Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Pandora, Mixcloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, just Google us. Fruit of the Bone Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, like I said, at Fruit Broom Pie for all forms of social media. And make sure you check us out every first and third Wednesday for Fresh Produce Live and online, respectively. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.